All right, all right. We are back for officially episode two. Nobody has died yet, as far as I've been told, right? Like, we haven't given I mean, any... the people in your open house from last week's episode, well, they yeah. were pretty dead. But that, that's, that's fair. That's true. But you know what? It was the ghost <laughs> house to start with, so... <laughs> By the way, okay, maybe we need to start over because here I'm talking about the people that came to your open house are dead. To go back and listen to the episode, y'all. Like he they were already dead. They had he had ghosts in his open house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, we can only go up from here, right? Maybe from now on our our listeners and clients alike will all be living. That's right. Let's kick this on. <laughs> Let's right. go. You're listening to the Realty Brothers podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. All right, we are kicking things off here for episode two with our, this is going to be my favorite segment, I think, are not sponsored by. Uh, we have no <laughs> sponsors here at the Realty Brothers, and so uh, Michael came up with this great idea. Well, let's just let's just give a shout out to who's not sponsoring us. Um, and so I'm just going to kick it off here, here yeah, right away uh, this morning. So my not sponsored by is... Uh, is actually kind of goes along the, the same lines as what you were talking about last week with your not sponsored by Jeff peanut butter. Yes. Um, my, uh, this episode for me is not sponsored by Smucker's strawberry jam. Um, you got me on this kick. I was like, man, peanut butter. I really need to ha- start having more peanut butter. And so I've been making myself some PB and J's for lunch and I'm like just caking on the Smucker's and I'm like, yes. this is so good. And I mean like the, with the chunky strawberries in there. Oh yeah. That's where it's It's at. So good. (laughs) One of my friends just asked me, I think yesterday, what, cause I talk about peanut butter too much. Like you think I talk (laughs) like up there with how much I talk about real estate. I talk about peanut butter and he goes, what's your favorite thing to put peanut butter on? And I said, a spoon. Yeah. And and then just eat it. (laughs) You know, you also get those, um, those peanut butter things at, uh, at Pizza Luce. Oh my gosh! Yes, it's like a it's like a special K bar, but peanut butter, um, right? Or what do they call them in not Minnesota? Scotcheroos. Right. Ugh, right. It's a special K bar, and we all know it. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, gosh, I don't know if I have a not sponsored this week. I think if there's anything I've been hitting pretty hard um, is I found so at the gym they don't let you use chalk anymore because of COVID. We can't share chalk for your hands, and my little baby hands were not made for hard work. I'll just <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, so I found on Amazon a liquid chalk that comes in like it's almost like a hand sanitizer. I think it's chalk and hand sanitizer mixed together. If I'm being honest, but huh. um, so I was like I've been using that pretty much all week so that you know it, your hands are, aren't sweaty and gross while you're trying to exercise and. Um, I think it worked a little bit too well because this morning I had to do uh, pull-ups on the bar and I was like, this is going so great. I am so athletic. Look at me go. And then a big old rip right across my hand. Like it stuck too, too well to the bar when oh my I, when the rest of me didn't. So um, I don't know if that's a good thing. Like the product did its job. Maybe it's just, maybe it's not like chalk. There's just like some like acid in there yeah. that's, that just roughs up your skin enough 
you know, makes yeah. it a little less baby smooth. It's a, it's literally just super glue. That's all. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's funny. Well, anyway, uh, I thought I'd share some fun real estate news. So uh, recent polls have finally changed what the, America's most favorite room in the house is. Right. So they pulled over 2000 Americans um, uh, just to rank what their favorite room in the house, uh, either their own home or when they're looking for a home. What's the most important thing? Uh, and it finally changed. It's been the same room for decades. Do you have any guess? Did did they do this poll during the pandemic? <laughs> yes. Because it changed people's answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a guess? Do you want to know? Um, uh, like a sunroom or some sort of porch thing so they can sort of get outside that's a, a good bit. answer that is but that's wrong but still oh. good uh number one answer with over a quarter of the vote 27 percent was master wow. bedroom wow that's the most important room to people so surpassed uh family room and kitchen which would normally be uh you know that tied for number one and number two spot over over previous years so here we go everyone's embracing their inner reclusive selves and i'm about that yeah, you know, I um, I actually, <laughs> my wife and kids are in Wisconsin this weekend, and so I thought, you know what, I got home last night, um, I don't remember what time I got home, kind of late, and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open up my laptop in bed, mm-hmm. get pour myself a glass of wine, and watch a movie. I have not watched a movie in, I can't even tell you how long, <laughs> other than, okay, Hamilton, yeah, but that, that say, doesn't count. Or your kids' movies. My kids' movies, yeah. I kind of just sort of watch those. <laughs> Hamilton, I was like glued on for quite a while. But um, yeah, I watched a movie and it was like a Marvel movie. And I was like, you know what? My kids are too young to watch this. My wife is not interested in the least. So I'm going to watch a Marvel movie. And uh, so, yeah, I guess, you know, if if I had more opportunity, I think I think uh, the primary bedroom would be my my place of choice. <laughs> the primary bedroom. That's this fair. A That's thing. the thing. That's the, you're right. Um, in addition, just other noteworthy items, uh, 38% of people are considering installing or buying a home with a pool. And I know that's been a uh, hot on yes. your list for quite a while. I don't know if you'll ever yes. pull the trigger. Yeah. My wife has been wanting a pool for so long and I just, I don't know. It's a lot of money and mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, a lot of work. Um, yeah, but that's a know, big improve. like to jump up cause pools are pretty specific. And I think for now, whatever that is, that's over a third of people, um, to be interested in a pool. It's yeah. definitely speaking to this. We have to entertain ourselves at home from now right. on. Yes. So we actually, uh, we actually called a couple of companies to get some, uh, quotes on putting in a pool and, uh, and none of them could do it this year. Oh yeah, they're they're already so booked out. Um, one of the companies we were talking to is based out of the uh, the Twin Cities uh, around Minneapolis, St. Paul, and um, and they were they were telling us that normally they put in about seventy pools per year. Okay, mm-hmm. um, their company, and they said they hit seventy pools in June. Oh my god! And <sighs> they've just been going like crazy. Um, and so they've been hiring like, like Matt. And this was, uh, this was just people calling in, in, uh, February and March and April saying, help me, help me, help me. And so they, you know, they said, yeah, let's do it. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty interesting how, how that's been happening. And, and my friends are posting about pools they're putting in and, um, you know, and, and, and I think it's just that 
it's been hot here. Yeah. <laughs> it's been mm -hmm. very warm. Um, we've also been at home and, and home with children. And so a great way to entertain the children is to just throw them in water. Um, but, but there's also something about water that just feels so refreshing, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and so I can definitely understand because we're one of them that's been looking at uh, a potential pool, but another area that people have really been looking to is the lakes. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that's uh, seen a little bit of a boom now this year. Yeah. In fact, the, uh, the president elect of Minnesota realtors just did a video, um, talking about, um, the rural lakes region um mostly you know northern minnesota where there's 99,000 lakes of our 10,000 lakes mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but um just saying that lake home sales have been uh off the charts and and uh you know we have offices in uh, in in those areas and we have also seen uh quite the uptick in uh in lake home uh sales in fact just on our meeting earlier this week um the uh the the managing um uh, the the branch manager from our uh fergus falls uh otter tail battle lake region um he was saying that uh they've been doing so many lake sales um recently that the um the average days on market is now below 60 days for a lake home and he said just a couple years ago that was more than six months like mm -hmm. they always signed contracts for their lake homes uh for a for a year and they go you know it would sell you know somewhere around you know seven or eight months and now it's under two months they're selling um so lots of people looking for water apparently yeah it's popular and you know what it's yeah. funny because this exact time last year you and i were kind of losing our minds because the lakes regions weren't doing so well yes. and we're like what is happening uh and this year it's just like a total 180 where like, you know, look at you, Malax. you guys are so kill like just crushing it during this pandemic. Yes. So, yes. I, I mean, it's yeah. a testament to, uh, I think the, the wants and needs of the people, but also the relentless agents over in that area who are kind of doing the creative thinking and helping people who maybe physically can't get out there for a showing at the time. Yeah. And you know, it, like you kind of brought up like Malax is doing great. Um, the, uh, the the greater lakes region you know up on uh, uh lake superior uh, mm -hmm. where we have some offices they've also been doing great and i'm like you know you can't even hardly swim in lake superior it's so ice cold but <laughs> yeah. but people it, that office is also just killing it so there must just be something about water this year that um, maybe <laughs> makes people feel cleaner and want to be near water yeah i guess it's <laughs> <laughs> fair uh you know what's so funny i was just uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was like a talk show on the radio. They were talking about lake homes and cabins. And um, it's something that like we're all familiar with here. You know, I, I think probably 99% of people either, you know, have a lake home in their immediate family or with friends or, or you know, contacts that, you yeah. know, my, my aunt has a home on this or my grandparents have this or my, you know, a family share home on. It's just such a common thing to have a cabin to go to, especially, you know, during the summer months. And uh, this talk show had brought up that is such a specifically Minnesota and kind of Wisconsin thing. Um, 
that doesn't really happen anyway. Like, do you think people in Tennessee are like, well, I live in Tennessee, but I also have this cabin in Ohio. No, <laughs> like it's such a specific thing to us that I, I that just blew my mind because it's so common. I think, yeah, everyone goes to a cabin or something during the, the summer, right? That I mean, it, now that you put it that way, it almost makes us sound spoiled or something. Kind of, yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, Lake Homes are big, and we have uh, some awesome people to help find. So, if you're interested in, in maybe considering that option for yourself, here's what I would do. If I, I like to think I would go to a lake home a lot, but realistically, I would probably rent it out most days, right? You would. I would rent, oh, like, like I would purchase yeah, it yeah. and then I would probably rent it out to other people just because I wouldn't right. be able to get there as much as I want to. But at least then I would feel comfortable knowing that it's being looked after and it's generating some income rather than just sitting there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, our grandfather built a gorgeous house, Ugh. um, in Bayfield, Wisconsin, which is such a cool town. Um, and, uh, and when we would go there and just sit out on the back deck and overlook Lake Superior. It was probably one of the happier times of my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> yeah. It was just almost, you know, when you, when you go on vacation, you know, you go to like, um, you know, Disney, that's never a vacation, especially when you have kids. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, when you go on vacation, they always say it takes a couple of days to get into like, feeling that you're on vacation, you know, when you can let go of your stresses and you can let go of your worries and you can let go of your work. Right. Um, and it takes a few days, but I swear when I, when we would go up to that cabin, it was like instant. Yeah. Walk through the door. it It was in the air, you know, and you could almost smell it. Like it was just, it was palpable, right? Yeah. Instant relaxation and it was glorious and wonderful. So, um, I, I actually talked a little bit about that with, uh, with one of our agents, uh, up in uh, up in the Fergus Falls area, um, and there are so many lakes up there. Um, and I was talking to her because she had a listing of this uh, beautiful house that was on a lake and also had a swimming pool. Mm, perfect. And I was like, oh my gosh! Then I, because I don't actually like to swim in the lake. I like to play just, on the lake. Yeah, but I don't like to swim in it. I just want to look at it. That's the thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. From, you know, the deck or from the <laughs> pontoon boat or from a jet ski yes. or something. But, uh, you know, uh, but then there's still there was a swimming pool right there. And she's like, well, you should buy this house. And I was like, OK, first of all, all these people who are like, oh, yeah, we have a cabin here. We have a cabin there. What are you all doing for jobs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe someday I can afford a cabin. But uh, uh, anyway, we just my got wife a group has me by. like get a group that, together and we'll all share it. There you go. We'll do that. Like, uh, like our own little timeshare. Um, but my wife has me on so many projects here at our own house that I can't imagine having another <laughs> house and all the projects that have to do there. <laughs> That's true. It never end. Yeah. So much for vacation. Right. So if you were going to, uh, you know, jump on the trend and get yourself a, uh, lake home or a cabin, where would it be? Ooh, is that a good one? Thank you for preparing me for this. Yeah. Before sorry. We started this. Put podcast. you on the spot. You know, I hope you make yeah. a lot of agents angry with your answer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get agents calling me now going, oh, well, I have the perfect place for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it would be like north of Duluth, like the the way oh, north, up north there. shore. Yeah. Um, past Silver Bay, past two harbors, maybe not quite as far as Grand Marais because that's really far. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, I just think that whole area is just stunning. But then also I kind of like the whole like Ely backwoods and yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's nice. Tough for me. <laughs> well, you can't go wrong, I guess. What about you? I feel like your cabin would be a cute little cabin um, in Tahiti. Tahiti. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. Give me a place in the Bahamas with the wild pigs. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's up north to somebody. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, no, if I was going to pick someplace in our region, I think, well, you mentioned um, Lake Superior holds a special place in our, our family and in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's... That's got a big pull. But the first time we went over to Malax, I was like, wait, this is Malax? Holy cow. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean, we're used to lakes. Like they, we have lakes everywhere in Minnesota, right? And it's not the same as like the lakes we have around uh Mankato, you know, Madison Lake, Eagle Lake, those things. It is like a great lake of its own. And I haven't gotten to see yeah. much of the Fergus Falls lakes yet, just from our listing photos. But uh, from what I have heard, it it would also blow some of our Mankato lakes out of the water. Oh, is that a pun? <laughs> That's a weird pun. Thanks. <laughs> my, uh, my wife, who's from Wisconsin, uh, always makes fun of the fact that we claim so many lakes in Minnesota, right? We we talk about our lakes all the time. And when they say land of 10,000 lakes and we actually have like a hundred thousand, I don't mm-hmm. know. But she's like, that's because you call everything a lake, every little pool of water. You're like, Oh yeah, that's Lake something or other. Yeah. So she teases me every single time we're in the car, she'll see like a puddle in the ditch and she'll be like, Oh, what's the name of that lake? <laughs> like, I think that's stop? true. That's why I was so surprised <laughs> the first time we went to Mille Lacs, Cause my whole life I've been like, yeah, this is a lake. And there's the people on the other side wave to them. <laughs> you know, I, I think was it the first time we went up to um, uh, to visit our our Malax offices uh, right when we when the acquisition happened. We were talking about none of the offices. There's we have three offices on uh, around uh, Lake Malax, but none of them are on Lake Malax, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, why why don't we jump on this? Like we've got three offices: one in Isle, Onamia, Garrison. We need to have one like right on the lake with with our own dock. And when yes. people want to see a home, they'll just be like, jump aboard the Century 21 boat and we'll uh, we'll take you over there. Um, I mean, I would probably visit a whole lot more to those offices. Yeah, that'd be was, so much fun. We um, would spend so much money on just like gas on the boat for people who don't right? want to buy a house. They just want the free boat rides every weekend. Yeah. That's why don't you true. show me these ones again? Can you go back over there? <laughs> Oh, no, sorry, that side of the lake. Yeah. It's a one and a half hour boat ride. (laughs) That's all right. That's too funny. All right. What what else do we have to talk about? Oh, you know, I shared a scary story last week. Yeah. um, And I don't know if it was too scary for the little ones, but uh, do you have do you have one to one up me? I mean, no, I don't. Um, I feel like you you're like, hey, you know, a good segment we should do in our podcast is real estate horror stories. And then you started with that one, and now everyone's going to be like, I mean, that wasn't very scary. Oh, I have plenty more. That, that more that beat your yes haunted open house? Yes. Okay. Okay, wait. That's do you remember weird. our haunted timeshare um, thing in Ely? No. Yes, you do. The, uh, what was it? The Untenen Homestead, right? Oh. She haunted. 
Yeah. Well, perceived paranormal activity. I perceived it and yeah. others might not. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I'll let I, you do your story. I'm having a strange reaction right now because I'm trying to decide if I should tell you that really it was just your older brother's picking on you. That home and... had so many terrible <laughs> things. I mean, you know, some homes are actually haunted probably. And then there's ones that just look like they are. And I think it's just your brain telling you it had the photos where the eyes follow you no matter where you are in the room how did they do that in the 1800s our technology doesn't even do that today it's called literally every photograph michael (laughs) no i refuse to believe (laughs) okay so yes i do have a real estate horror story so let's kick it off here are you ready oh yeah real estate horror story you, you stopped it. You started I, it, and then you stopped it. I don't know how this works. What's technology? <laughs> Real estate horror stuff. <laughs> uh, as I, I mentioned in uh, our last episode, please stay tuned. This is going to continue to get better uh, as, we, as we go. So anyway, um, here's my real estate horror story. It's not, um, it's not a haunting one, although this house absolutely looked like it should have been haunted. Um, I've decided that if I come back or if my spirit stays behind, it's going to move to that house <laughs> because I'll be like, wait a minute, my house is far too normal looking. I'm going to start my, I guess ghosts don't walk. I'm going to start my float on over mm-hmm. to Vernon Center, Minnesota, Ooh. to a house that absolutely should be haunted. I'm surprised more ghosts haven't taken occupancy. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah. So here's my uh, real estate horror story. I uh, I was somewhat newly licensed, probably only about six months in. And that's when you're still like so hungry, you'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? I will do anything. I drove people around forever and ever and ever. And they just wanted it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I did. I was doing everything I could. And, uh, and somebody called. And this is also, <laughs> Michael, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember when we had the big red book for the oh, yeah. floor time agent, yes. right? And so we would pass around the, uh, the big red book um, to whoever was on, on floor, whoever, whoever was taking the calls during that time, uh, two hour block. And I was on floor duty. So, you know, that was always exciting. Who's going to call and say, list my mansion? <laughs> Right? That was always my It happened a lot, right? <laughs> that always happened. Oh yeah, so many times. Um and 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 then you'd get those calls that were just, you know, somebody trying to set up a showing or something. Um or or they'd call and they'd say, Yeah, I'm interested in this property and you'd frantically flip through oh my this gosh, book. Yeah. Well, like, like trying to act like you're not, you're like making small talk and your hands are going a mi- million miles an hour. Oh and you're like, just one. Oh, I know that one. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, is it not just completely insane now that... It's so funny. It's like we we couldn't just type in the just starting numbers of the address and have it pull up instantly for us, you know, in, in the MLS. We had to flip through this book and like... And I, there was times where I think my own anxiety prevented me from finding it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be flipping. I'd be like, "Where is it?" I'd flip back, and I'd swear I went through every page twenty times. Um, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I literally, I just want to know the price." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the weather like there? <laughs> I'm in Mankato too. Yeah. Um, 
how do you spell Mankato backwards? Can you think of that? <laughs> I just came up with anything I could to keep them at bay while I frantically flip through this book. Anyway, so this 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 guy calls. Yeah. And uh, he's being very short with me. He doesn't want to give me his name. He just, he wants to know, you know, about this house. And I'm flipping through this book and I'm not finding it. And I'm going just crazy. And I'm trying to make small talk. He wasn't having it with me. Um, and so I finally find it and it's a, uh, it's a foreclosure, but it's like a, almost a condemnation foreclosure, (laughs) you know, and, uh, the picture wasn't great. And I was like, oh yeah, this house is $25,000 for this five bed, three bath, two story home. Yeah. It's (laughs) $25,000 in Vernon Center, Minnesota. And he says, okay, great. I'd like to see it tomorrow. And mm-hmm. as a new agent, I'm like, okay. And you know what every new agent does? They collect, they, they, the, the, as soon as you hang up the phone, you start calculating what your commission's going to be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, great. So $25,000, this percentage. Okay. I'm going to make $7. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're so anyway. Like after you back your gas out in order to get all the way to Vernon Center and back, you're in the negative. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I stopped by dad's office. I'm like, dad, can I have 20 bucks? <laughs> Didn't I just give you $20? <laughs> anyway, eh, anyway, dad was our broker by the way. So that yeah. was, uh, that was fun. Um, but, uh, I, I head on out to Verdon center and I pull up to this house and I'm like, I can't even see it. There's so much overgrowth of lawn and weeds and trees or weeds that turned into trees maybe and i'm like oh my gosh this cannot be the same picture from the from or the same house from the picture because i could see the house um and they were old like for some reason we're i mean we're not that old here but they were black and white photographs in this book and Mm -hmm. it was like you know so you couldn't really get an idea of if the paint was all chipping off or you know um so anyway i'm looking at this thing i'm going i am not going in this house with this person who refuses to give me his name yeah. Like I'm, I'm too nervous here. And, and so I'm, I, I get out and I was plenty ahead of time. Cause you know, I was going to do the, the realtor thing. I was going to show up early and turn on all the lights and yeah, make it look really it nice. Up. Right. I mean, there, there was no electricity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a tree that grew into the side of the home went through the second story and then out the roof. Oh my God. Um, it just kept growing. So I'm like, how long has this place just been sitting like this? And I, I never ended up going inside. I looked through the windows and I was like, no way. I mean, I, I, was, I was pretty sure the floor was just gonna collapse if I walked in there. I, it was so just scary looking. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable. So I, uh, I actually called dad from my wireless phone Why? that I had at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I am a little freaked out here. So this guy who refuses to give me his name, um, you know, wants to see this house, you know, and, and it's, it's just scary. And he said, well, you know, it's a, it's a condemnation foreclosure, whatever it was. Um, you know, just unlock it and tell him he can go in and look at it himself if he mm-hmm. wants. Um, so I was sitting there and he's 
this guy isn't showing up and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And there's this, and I can still remember this, this white pickup truck that passed by me really slow and looked at me while I was sitting there. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's Vernon center. They're probably like, who's this new guy in town, (laughs) you know? Um, by the way, I think Vernon center is actually super cute. Like it's a cute little town. Um, and, but this house wasn't cute and, and the guy in the truck wasn't like looking like he was, maybe he was looking for something cute, but anyway, um, he drove, drives by really slow and I'm like, that was weird. And then a minute later comes by the other direction, really slow looking at me again. I'm like, yep. Now I'm crying a little bit Mm -hmm. in my car. (laughs) He's going to murder you. And yeah. And then turns around and pulls up in front of me and then backs up. So his back bumper is practically touching the front bumper of my car. And I'm like, um, not cool with this. Yeah. (laughs) Is he trying to prevent a getaway? Like every type of anxiety is going through my head right now. And he gets out and I'm like, should I just, should I just reverse and just peel out of here? (laughs) Cause I'm like so scared. And so I, I, I don't, I get out and I'm like, hi, I'm Matt. And he goes, I know. And I'm like, Oof. oh my gosh. Like, I mean, he, okay, let's use logic here. I already told him that I was Matt and that I'd be here at the open house or not open house, but you know, the showing, you know, but he doesn't say like, oh, and I'm so-and-so he's like, I know. Okay. So here it is, uh, behind all that stuff. And, uh, and he starts walking toward it and I kind of start walking toward it too. And then I say, you know, it's unlocked. So if you want to go walk in and he turns and looks at me and he says, are you not coming in? Mm-mm. And I said, I said, you know, I've, I've looked at it already. Um, and, uh, but, but you know, you're, you can go ahead and let me know what, what you think. And I'll be, I'll be right here waiting for you. And, uh, and then he starts laughing and he goes, I'm not going in there. That place looks creepy. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so then we had a really great conversation. He joked and laughed. And then he ended up being a client of mine. He was just looking for something he could flip. But (laughs) I was like, up until that point where he's like, I'm not going in there. This is totally creepy. Um, He's like, yeah, I drove by a couple of times. Like, who's the agent that's going to be taking me into this thing? And I was like, oh my gosh, this whole time I'm so panicked. Now, I don't want to make light of this because like, you know, there's real situations where agents find themselves in major trouble. So I'm not trying to make light of it, but my anxieties were through the roof. I was shaking and he ended up being a great client and and bought something again for like $7. So my commission was huge Um, (laughs) (laughs) that he flipped um, um, and then didn't list the flip with me. But anyway, that was my uh, real estate horror story that ended up being, you know, okay. It just was the creepiest sequence of events. And and it really actually kind of got me more honed into just how vulnerable, vulnerable um, agents are, right? That's true. See, I thought Um, you were going to like finish it up like when he wasn't showing up, like there was no man. It was the ghost of the man who used to live there. That's right. He just needed the door unlocked because <laughs> just, somebody locked him out of his own. Uh... <laughs> That's exactly right. What what was his equitable redemption period for, uh, for getting his own? <laughs> That's right. House back. Anyway, so that was oh, too good. Not not really any good scary ending other than just the whole thing 
actually kind of scarred me. Like from yeah. that point on, I was really worried about any person that wanted to see a house, you know? That's was, the best kind of uh, scary story though. You know why? Because it had a happy ending and we came out learning something. Yes. You learned that pretty much everything is all in Matt's head. Yes. <laughs> Even your scary stuff is really just happening in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I just think about like that house and how many spiders were probably inside, you know? I, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, when I said, you know, I wasn't going to go in there. Maybe the floors were going to give way. It, it was partly that because I was worried that it would lead me to a basement that was just overrun with, you know, brown recluse and just nothing ugh. but spiders. Oh, Oh my gosh. I can't. I actually, I found a spider in my, in my bathroom the other day and I called Plunkett. It's like ASAP. Yeah. I was like, I was like Rick. Cause you know, I'm on a first name basis with this guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick, I, there's a spider. He's like, okay, um, I'm just finishing up over here and then I'll be right there. <laughs> like, thanks Rick. Help me. I'm stuck. It's still in the tub. <laughs> if you can kill it, that'd be great. That's so funny. Literally yeah. yesterday I had a door to door salesman come for like pest control. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And I opened up the door and he opens with, do you hate spiders? And I was like, well, how much you want? I take all of my money. Here's my wallet. Literally. I mean, he won. He got that one. I, d- I definitely paid him. Well, and you're in a, like a new construction neighborhood. And so they're constantly like digging up the ground and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and I that, think like for a while, like the spiders that used to just live here in the trees are just like, what do we do? I don't know, burrow into this nice man's home. Yes. You know, we have to get yeah. past that period. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I can't do that. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, if you, if, if I found a 10 foot boa constrictor in my living room, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And I'd call a buddy and we'd wrestle it down and be like, take a picture with it. Um, a spider the size of a dime. I'm running out of the house. It's the most, and and I know it's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's do a whole uh, horror stories on spiders. It's just gonna be the spiders of a home. Yeah. <laughs> I think we All right, Michael. About this last episode too. People are gonna be like, "Is this a spider podcast or what?" This is a this is a arachnopodcast. Yes. All right. So get you it, know, arachnopod, arachnopod. I'm podcast. I'm ignoring that. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you make us all feel better right yes. now? Yes. So, okay. you know, before we send off, uh, something that we love to do is just kind of focus our minds um, and our energies on the positive and, you know, kind of manifesting what our goals are for the upcoming week or the upcoming year or the upcoming career or whatever it's going to be. Um, and so there's no better time than in the morning and there's no better day than a Monday. Am I right? I'm right. No better day than a Monday to start off right Exactly. It's like yeah. the, you get this fresh start. So I just wanted to kick us off with that idea. It just that reminder that we get this opportunity. We get this chance every Monday, every morning to be different and to change and to be better than you were before. Like yes. it does not matter what happened last week, what, you know, failures or almost successes you had or it doesn't matter and similarly it doesn't matter what great successes you had it's a new day and you have a new opportunity to change to improve to be different to elevate yourself above the competition um it's just your your monday morning reminder that you can handle whatever this week has to throw at you and you can grow from it love it so that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna carry through the week (laughs) do you like 
Uh, and I want to challenge myself too, and everybody else listening that anytime something happens, uh, this is, I really do do this, um, where you start to get that, like, you know, that like vein in your forehead, <laughs> just yeah. something annoying ha- is starting to happen. You're like, here we go. Uh, to stop yourself and say, all right, what is my opportunity? What is this going to teach me? How is this going to help me grow? Why, you know, rather than just seeing the negative or the interference or the uh, interruption um, to see the chance and the opportunity that's being presented before you. You know, this is, I, I absolutely love this and I don't want to, you know, totally take over your, your motivation here, but I just, I love the idea that, um, that every time you wake up in the morning, the way your day is going to go is based on where you put your mind. Yep. For sure. You know, and, and <laughs> just as it is, as, a, as an example, um, our other brother, uh, Brian is going to be coming over to my house today. Oh, um, and, uh, hanging out invited. with me for a little bit. You guys oh yeah. Well, we're going golfing, so <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, you don't want to come. <laughs> uh, although we want you to come because it's hilarious. No thanks. Uh, but anyway, he's coming coming over, so I was like, you know what? I should uh, I should get cleaning. And I was like, well, but there's this there's this little thing, this little work thing I want to get done first, and then there's this, and I started finding excuses on just getting my house cleaned up, you know, for him, mm-hmm. and. And I'm and and like because I need to set up a bed because he's gonna spend the night and you know so I was gonna set up a bed in the guest uh, guest room and you know and so I was like oh but there's this thing and there's this thing and I stopped myself and I said I can either have a bad attitude about cleaning this or I can just go let's do this and just put myself in that mindset and just go right mm-hmm. and and so nobody likes. I mean, some people like cleaning, <laughs> but like, you know, there's these things that we, that we don't like to do, but we have to do them. And if you have to do it, why not just align your mind to want to do it? Right. And then you'll just want to do it. And it, it takes, you know, people are like, how do you do that? You can't control your emotions. You can't control your this or that or the other. You're, but, but you actually can, right. you just need to yeah. train it. You just need it. You know, your mind is, is like any other muscle. You just need to go through training and and work through those things honestly i don't know how to say this nicely but (laughs) (laughs) um if we were gonna clean our homes for our siblings to come over that's like i don't know i feel like that would be pot calling kettle black a little bit if one of my brothers were to come over and be like your house is a little messy i'll be like have you seen your house right that's all I got to say. Everyone has different levels, you know, of what's an acceptable amount of clean or what's an acceptable amount of dirty. Um, and when you grew up in the same family, it's it's kind of all the same. Here's the thing, though. I have three kids. Yeah. Three kids who have a wonderful mother-in-law who buys them whatever they want. <laughs> and <laughs> and so my house is le- next level messy. So when Brian with a kid comes over and sees the disaster of my house, I'm surprised he's having kid number two now. Honestly, after after seeing my kids and being like, this is what it's like with three, you know, I'm surprised he's going on to number two. And then there's you where I've been to your house and there might be some papers on the counter. I have the highest level of clean for sure. Oh my gosh. But that's also because <laughs> I have, I'm the only one with no children. I will say- yeah. You know what? I love you, Brian, but he also has two Huskies. So there's there's other factors contributing to his mess. That's true. 
Yeah. The, the dogs also. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I don't have a dog. My wife wants a dog. She wants a pug. What do you all think about a pug? Let us know uh, in the chat. <laughs> Matt, how can they how can they let us know? Let's segue. Well, into there's that. a number of ways. I'm gonna I'm gonna end your motivation here because I have to give a quote every single episode. Oh, come and on. I don't know who said this, but you will never have this day again. So make it count. Yes. This day is gonna be gone forever. Forever. You only only get this one shot here on Monday, August 10th. That's right. And then Monday, August 10th, 2020 will never happen again. And maybe for a bunch of you, you're going, I hope 2020 never happens again. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> Good. I'm, I'm looking forward to this being gone. Terrible, <laughs> terrible uh, memory erased from my life. Anyway, um, so uh, you see how I just took your mo- morning motivation and made it negative? That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> if you want to uh, to let Michael know um, how he can redeem uh, his uh, his motivation with uh, without me ruining it for him. Yeah, <laughs> send us a message. I uh, I also want to hear your quotes. I want to hear your thoughts on real estate. Your questions on real estate. We want to start the conversation. That's what uh, that's what we've started out episode zero with. Was saying, hey, this is not the Matt and Michael show. It's uh, it's it's a show where we want to have your conversation happening through us. Uh, so you're going to be hearing us quoting people. You're going to be hearing us talk about uh, interviews other people have given. We're going to be interviewing people. Um, but we also want you to send, a mes- send us a message. You can do that by uh, emailing us, contact at therealtybros.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, send us a direct message. Send us a DM, as the kids say. Um, <laughs> slide in there. <laughs> <laughs> just slide into the DMs. Uh I have no idea what that means, uh, but uh, anyway, you can do it, apparently. Um, we, uh, we also have this really cool way, and I'm so looking forward to the day somebody does this, uh, but right down in the description uh, of this podcast, there is a link uh, where you can actually record, uh, essentially like a voicemail, where you're like, hey, Matt and Michael, I was wondering blah, 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 blah. And we can actually take that and play it right in uh, the one of the next episodes of our podcast. Uh, so it seems like you're a guest right here in our own podcast. So get your voice heard on our podcast, or if you don't want your voice heard, uh, we came up with this last week, and I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> Send us an email, contact at therealtybros.com with your question or your thought, and then just put in there, here's what I sound like, or, you know, I don't even want you to mimic what I sound like. Um, just put in some random like dialect or, um, you know, some star that you are, or combine mm-hmm. them, you know, yeah. do a Irish, um, kid rock, Ooh. you know, I don't know. That could be fun. Uh, and we'll do our best <laughs> to make that happen for you. And, uh, and that will just make your questions even that much more entertaining that Michael and I will laugh at for a good while. A good while. You know, I think to like just real estate questions, just what's going on, but also what are these things that you've kind of been wondering what's maybe the next step or the the next thing to do? Like, you know, here's my situation and we're, you know, my, my spouse and I are considering refinancing or we're considering moving up or we're considering downsizing our kids have left or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Um, let us, let us know. We can weigh in on the situation and be like, you know what, right now is you have these opportunities and you have these challenges to face. Um, just so you're as educated as possible going into that decision. And we won't that. even charge you for it. So no, no, <laughs> we could just, I mean, you could essentially just take this over and we could become like a, a therapy podcast. Oh, we're going to have to speak a lot softer Ooh. then. 
I think we need to have a new podcast called Real Estate Therapy. Real Estate Therapy. They'll be calling in and things that aren't even real, even real estate related. They'll be like, yeah, I have this problem with my kid, blah, 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 blah. I'll be like, have you considered buying them a house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it might help both of you to get away from each other. Great idea. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, hey, make it a great week. You have that opportunity. You have that choice right now if you decide to do so. And you know what? When inevitably something happens that derails your plans or your mood, your happiness, make that choice again to just set yourself back on track and say, you know what, let's grow from that and let's keep on trucking forward. I love it. That's awesome. Have a great week, everybody. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 